Yo, this is a slice of life episode on the podcast. I'm going to be breaking down the Donda and Donda 2 rollout so far. And definitely going to be going into some songs that I've been bumping that I either haven't done a review on or artists and songs that I'm on the lookout for. We're going to talk about a little bit of anime and manga and just sort of my love, my love-hate relationship I got going on with it. And various other tangents that we could just sprinkle on to the conversation. Conversation. Hiccup came out of nowhere. Now, one thing about the Donda 2 rollout is definitely like a complete 180 from the original Donda rollout. We had Kanye, you know, on full display Donda through his concerts, renting out the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and playing out the album and just publicly letting the fans, everybody on social media know he's taking criticism. It's going through changes. He's gauging the album based on, you know, the actual feedback from the fans themselves in the arena which is something only Kanye West is able to pull off. Being able to pull off that insane amount of hype, anticipation, interest, and of course, appreciation for his music. Shouts out to Ye fans. Shouts out to Kanye himself. Only he's able to do it. And it's like a complete 180 to Donda 2. Donda 2 definitely feels more, um, not secluded, but held back as far as the snippets that are being released, the amount of information we have on who exactly is um, on which track as opposed to Donda. Sometimes we will see, you know, the artist's files with their names. And here we're only getting pictures. Now, of course, you've seen, you've probably seen the picture with Kanye, Kanye, Drake, Travis Scott, Baby Keem, and Young Lean. You know, that photo is going to be iconic years from now. But one of my favorite things when it comes to album rollouts is just we have all these artists in close proximities, you know, in the same studio and the music that comes from this, that isn't going to be on its way to, um, on its way on Donda too. I think a, a good example will be Revenge of the Dreamers 3. You know, we got plenty of rappers, producers, you know, mixers, all kinds of stuff, mass, um, engineers, photographers, all collaborating together. And besides all the music that's going to be on the album, included with the deluxe, I'm talking about, we're talking about 25 plus tracks, if I remember correctly. All the songs that stem from, you know, that focal point, that certain amount of time it was all recorded that could be released months from there or even years from there. And I, I love it, especially with interviews when there's a callback to, yo, this this beat was made when everybody was recording for this album, didn't make it, brought it to this person, so on and so forth. And I think the greatest example of this, I know I'm just going from example to another story example, but whenever an artist speaks about my beautiful dark twist of fantasy, since we're already talking about Kanye, and they make the call back to going to Hawaii, playing basketball in the mornings, the rules, the you know tracks that didn't make my beautiful dark twist of fantasy that probably either got shelved is being brought back now. You know, going on on those kind of not tangents but experiences. And I guess you could say that hip hop, hip hop lore. I'm a sucker for that shit. I love it. It's just like, and you telling me this was recorded all the way over here. Who could potentially be like, you know, making music with that person, even though doing it for an album before it gets too messy on to the next topic. Now, Lyrical Lemonade, Cole Bennett, we new music video that released last night. Great, great. I feel it is basically Yeet himself just get all these possible effects, aesthetics, and it just perfectly describes his music. Um, loving the pop in towards the end 
of the music video, a second track. I'm going to give you the review tomorrow, so I'm not going to speak too heavily, but shouts out to Cole Bennett, definitely a pioneer, a veteran. And here we are, here we are, the amount of money and resources he has. And he himself is saying he's having some of the most fun he's had shooting on an iPhone with uh, free apps, free resources for anybody that wants to, you know, create music videos, video editing in general. You're able to see it done at such a high level with, you know, arguably simple tools. You know, of course, the different prices, quality, depending on the iPhone. But hey, iPhone, free apps on Yeet, not even an up and coming artist. He's definitely blown up. He's, you know, not next up. He's already here. He's already here. Up to me. Album, great. Yeet, Yeet in general is just heat. Again, I'll talk more about his music tomorrow. But definitely appreciate that. You got to respect that too. And, you know, use that as a source of inspiration. Now, as far as tracks, albums, things that are catching my attention, I saw Gunna and I believe, wow, Gunna and then my mind just, no. Gunna and Boss, they have a collaboration coming out together. It's like, whoa, it doesn't feel, com- it doesn't feel off. It really doesn't. I feel uh, Boss has a good range as far as uh, his music style. Stylistically, he's able to tap in into a, a couple different bags that end up paying out pretty well. Not as far as money, but as far as, you know, sounds pretty dope. I, I'm excited for that. Superboy, Superboo, Superboy, Chance the Rapper, and Red Veal. This is a track titled ACAB. I believe I got that right. Check that out. I am may be dropping a review on that. I've just sort of been enjoying it. I was like, eh, if I feel like it, if you guys want me to, feel free to DM me, Vivin Nectar, on Instagram. And I'll definitely post that up. Check hand. Speaking of Chance the Rapper, listen, I know. I know there's this hate wave going on since the big day and the issues with his manager as well. But besides the big day, I still think Chance is um, an incredible artist, an incredible rapper. And I just want to let y'all know, if you if you somehow forgot, 2016 Chance the Rapper was the greatest rapper. All right. Uh, with a gospel project. As much as um, we love Donda, Jesus is King, Chance the Rapper was able to execute a gospel album that was refreshing, didn't sound corny, dated with excellent wordplay, excellent lyricism in Coloring Book. I love Coloring Book. And even before Coloring Book Trap, after I listened to Acid Rap, I'm like, listen, this man could drop some of the worst music of his life after Acid Rap. And just off a 10-day in Acid Rap, I will still hold him to, I guess, if we're talking about ranking lists, he's up there. He will forever remain up there. I don't know if he's working on music, but I hope he drops this year. I would like to see more features as well. And, you know, as far as 2 chains, A Boogie, I haven't listened to these guys. Um, that's not anything disrespectful to them. But I know some of y'all are telling me, yo, this person drops, this person drops. Like, yeah, I'm just I'm just not feeling it. I don't feel like listening to them. And, but with that, it's not ethereal. Let me know your thoughts on that. Seriously, let me know your thoughts. I'm having a good time with that as well. And before I go into like a two, three minute round, yeah, I'm listening to this. It's all right. This, that. This is just more or less some things that caught my attention. Currency and The Alchemist, they're going to be dropping an album as well. And man, I just I just enjoy music. And going now into the anime and, ba- and mangas, I don't crucify me, but I did stop watching Cowboy Bebop like two, three years ago. I was only like two episodes in. I loved it. I loved the first two episodes, but for whatever reason, I just stopped watching. 
And I know I should hop back into it, but I would say I'm in this position where I can't read or watch mangas anime anymore, but I'm just sort of comfortable with the same ones I've been reading that I just haven't felt like going into anything new. Give me some recommendations on that because I definitely want to give you give you guys more uh, breakdown discussions regarding that. You guys show a lot of love to, uh, especially the Dragon Ball Super reviews. You got a lot, you know, hey, for some reason, they be hating on Super. I understand it. I shit on it just as much as probably the haters do. But lower your expectations. Get Let the nostalgia blind you and you're going to have a good time, at least for me. And to get into the, I guess, random tangents. Yeah, I've never seen snow in my life. I live in Florida and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to see snow as long as I'm here and I'm not traveling anywhere else. But I couldn't even imagine being up in New York or anywhere else where it's snowing like crazy. That's just blows my mind away. It could be 30 degrees outside and it kills me, kills me. And especially in Florida where I'm going to let y'all know, if you're not from Florida, the weather here is, I would like to say it's different. Of course, it could be from my lack of experience traveling a wide variety of different environments, so to speak. But it could be 30 degrees in the morning. Two hours later, with your hoodie, it's already starting to get into the 60s, 70s. So it's getting into that point where it's if you move around too much, you're going to get hot in the hoodie. But if you take it off, it's going to feel too cool, even when you're moving. So you're sort of stuck until the weather sort of goes down later on the day or gets higher when it reaches about 12, 1 or 2 which at this point is probably in the 80s. So we go from being tucked in with the hoodie, heater on, no hoodie, nada. You might even take your shirt out because it's feeling that good out here. And it's conflicting. It's a conflicting experience just because, you know, from allergies to freezing to heat, my body is confused. But I'm sort of used to it at the same time. I don't know. I know rapping, not rapping, venting about the weather. Can we get any lower than that as far as conversation quality? From here, why not concerts as well? Yo, I really want to go to the Tyler and Saba concert. Probably going to cop tickets. And if I get COVID, uh, I'm going to be pissed off because I believe for to go to these concerts, you need to take the COVID test within 72 hours. Hopefully it's negative because shit, if I don't get a refund, whatever, I'm going to be tight. But those are some concerts I'm looking forward to. I believe everybody else is sort of canceling the tours due to what? Omnicron? Yeah, we're still on Omnicron, right? I don't even remember. Concerns, blah, 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 blah. I ain't tired of that shit. But I can't wait. I, I, I would like to go to at least three concerts this year. I felt the past two or three years. I don't think I've been to a single concert, which is crazy. Seeing in 2017, 2018, it was just almost concerts every other month, if not every month. And I want to tap into that again. I love listening to music live. Definitely, obviously a different experience, but it's even crazier when the live performance is better than the album quality. Like Post Malone, The Weeknd, uh, Sabrina Claudia, Black, great Great performers outside of their albums. Their voice doesn't take a hit. You don't you don't feel like they're lip syncing either. I mean, Post Malone, this man got <laughs> he got shit faced drunk right in front of me. There was a point I, f- I felt like he was gonna tip over in front of everyone. I I don't know if it was security or his crew was sort of like trying to hold him down, sit on the chair, but he was killing it on the guitar. He was still able to uh sing, and I was just standing there hyped. I'm like, this this man's drunk as shit. <laughs> He's drunk in this shit. I was um, my dog there and then just some other randoms. It was a great experience. And funny enough, I never heard of Candy till the day I went to the Post Malone concert. 
And he was like, uh, I forgot who it was, but like, yo, we haven't listened to Candy yet. I'm like, Candy by who? Post Malone. I'm like, what? When when did this track drop? I think it was a fat part of the Fast and Furious soundtrack. Anyways, listen to it, benched it for like 30 minutes straight. I'm like, all right, I want to be familiar with this. And he ended up performing. I was like, God damn, I'm happy because if, if I didn't hear what, what is this new track? But thankfully, I was able to binge it for a bit. I'm like, all right, I'm able to sort of have a connection with this song. But in general, Post Malone, great. Um, I just want to get back into concerts. I don't know about mosh pits anymore. I don't feel like I'm aging terribly or I have a torn ACL. And not because of COVID either. It's just like, I think I think these next couple concerts, if possible, sit somewhere, maybe be a little bit away from people, just be able to relax and just watch the show. I mean, who knows? Depending on who I go with, I might just mosh, depending on the artist too. Ain't nobody moshing to Saba. And if you are, we got... <laughs> You got a serious problem, man. I don't think he has any moshing music to fucking go ballistic on. And I would say this was a successful slice of life episode. Somewhat, maybe. And again, of course, um, from music reviews, these are continuously going to be dropping our most important album on track series. It's still live. And, you know, just so uh, when things drop, new things drop. You'll see it, you'll hear it, you'll experience it, drink some water, and I'm out.